Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number 30 of Revelation chapter 21. We're going to be reading verses 17 and 18. And he measured the wall thereof, a hundred and forty and four cubits, according to the measure of a man, that is, of the angel. And the building of the wall of it was of jasper, and the city was pure gold, like unto clear glass. Well, we've been seeing in verse after verse how God is relating the city to the spiritual construction of everyone that he has saved out of the world. And it's continuing. He's continuing to um, make these same connections. We know the wall identifies with salvation. The 144 cubits relates to the fullness of everyone that God has saved. This is, in other words, the completed wall. um, It's um made up of all the the individuals that had their names written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. They've all been found. God's salvation program is finished. It And it was a success. Everyone that God determined to save became saved and a part of the holy city. And uh, in uh, this picture, a part of the wall. And that's why it says, it, it, and of course the measure of a man, the man is one of the seven angels pointing to the Lord Jesus Christ. And the wall is measured by the measure of Christ, of the angel or of the messenger, as Jesus is the messenger of the covenant. And then in verse 18, and the building of the wall of it was of jasper. And here God is using the word building, but it's not the usual word in the, in the Greek, uh, for building. This word is Strong's number 1739, and it's only translated as building here. Uh, the usual word, there's two of them, Strong's 3618 and 3619, that, uh, would be found in a few other places in the New Testament. This word is a compound word that means in people. The two words put together that that form um, the Greek word here translated as building literally means in people. Uh, and so we can see as the wall it points to salvation and that's what we've been saying. The the wall is made or consists of people that God has saved, and and the uh, the word God has chosen to use in verse eighteen, the building of the wall. Basically, God is indicating that it's not a wall made of stone and brick. 
and uh, mortar, but it's a wall made of people. And, and so the building of the wall of it was of jasper. And jasper is a word we saw earlier in the same chapter. Remember back um, verses 10 and 11, the end of verse 10 said, The holy Jerusalem descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God and her light, was like unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. Now this uh, verse 18 is similar. It says the building of the wall of it was of jasper. The city was pure gold, like unto clear glass. So we we have um, similar type language. Back in verse 11, we saw that the precious stone was Jesus. That's why the city having the glory of God or possesses the glory of God because Christ is the glory of God and both stone and precious when we search them out pointed to Christ as also did the jasper stone. The jasper stone also identifies with with God. Um, go back to Revelation 4, and in verses 2 and 3 of Revelation 4, it says, And immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. And the only one that sits upon the throne in heaven is God. Uh, uh, the elect can be seated in Christ, but... God uh, is the one that sits on on the throne of heaven. And then in verse 3, And he that sat was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone. There was a rainbow round about the throne in sight like unto an emerald. So the one that sat upon the, the throne was to look upon like a jasper stone. And that means that the jasper stone relates to uh, eternal God, Jesus Christ. And and so the building of the wall, the people that were uh, saved and, and, and as living stones put together in the wall of God's salvation, uh, uh, the, the wall of it was of jasper, of Christ. It, uh, the the whole city, the whole construction, no matter what we're looking at, if we're looking at the temple, if we're looking at the city's dimensions, if we're looking at the gate, if we're looking at the wall, it's always of Christ because it's always of him. Salvation is of the Lord. We're saved by the faith of Christ, not our own faith. And, and so the, the glory and the honor and the praise always goes to the Lord. He is the builder and maker of the heavenly city, Jerusalem. And, uh, in, in saying this, God is just reminding us of that. The building of the wall of it was of jasper. It, it was made up 
uh, in this uh, image of a jasper stone, but really, spiritually, God is saying it's made by Christ, of Christ. It has everything to do with him. And the city was pure gold. Pure gold. And uh, in the Bible, God relates gold to believers. He relates gold to believers. If we go to Lamentations chapter 4, and in the first couple of verses, it says, uh, How is the gold become dim? How is the most fine gold changed? The stones of the sanctuary are poured out in the top of every street. Now, since God relates gold to true believers, and true believers were located in the churches, it, it, it's as though when God gave up the church, and the the church uh, came under the wrath of God, and Satan entered in, well, it was as though the gold became dim, and how is the most fine gold chain changed, and the stones of the sanctuary poured out? Remember, the language of the New Testament, not one stone shall be left upon another, which points to the judgment on the church that was never truly uh, pure gold. They they were not truly saved. Uh, but God, because they profess to be saved, can speak of them as gold. And then he says, though, in verse 2 of Lamentations 4, the precious sons of Zion, Zion is another name for Jerusalem. So it's basically saying the precious sons of Jerusalem, comparable to fine gold. How are they esteemed as earthen pitchers, the work of the hands of the potter? Well, the important thing is the likeness, the comparison. Precious sons of Zion to fine gold. And it says in First Peter, chapter one, beginning in verse six, wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. There God relates the uh, faith, the trial of faith of the believers to the trying of gold with fire. And that's what we have seen in a few verses. Because gold and silver can typify true believers. And Remember, it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, as God is speaking of a building, it says in verse 9, For we are laborers together with God, you're God's husbandry, you're God's building. The the city is built. The, the heavenly Jerusalem is built by God. Well, it, it continues here in verse 10, According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder. I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. The gospel 
all through history has been a construction project and as uh, the gospel has been handed down from generation to generation of believers and if true believers have declared the gospel we have been building the city or building the house of God you know the various image pictures God uses all pointing to the same thing upon the one foundation that is Jesus Christ as it says in verse 11 for other foundation can no man lay than that is laid which is Jesus Christ and that's another uh, proof that Christ had to first die he's the foundation stone you can't build anything you can't build a house or you can't build a city or you can't build a temple till you lay the foundation and the only foundation is Jesus Christ he's the rock he's the precious stone the rock that must first be laid then you can build well again people who say Jesus died and paid for sins in 33 AD are saying well okay Abel was built a part of this holy city upon nothing and Noah was built upon nothing and Abraham and so on and Isaac and Jacob and uh, Joseph and uh, David and and all the saints of the Old Testament before Christ came to die to be the foundation were built upon nothing and again that's not true that's not true first God laid the stone first he laid the foundation then he began to build from the very beginning that's why the gospel was available it's why the blood was available without shedding of blood no remission of sin first the testator dies then the testament is put into effect and becomes available for the heirs written in the will the uh, lamb's book of life that's the the will of god and yet first the testator must die well uh, we don't want to get off on that subject right now but the foundation was laid when the lamb was slain from the foundation of the world for other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, but also it goes on to say wood, hay, stubble, all kinds of materials are built upon Christ. All kinds of gospels have gone forth into the world and all kinds of people have made profession uh, of Jesus. I'm a Christian, just just even today, about two billion. I'm a Christian. I'm a Catholic Christian. I'm a Baptist Christian. I'm a Pentecostal Christian. Uh, and, and on and on and on. And yet we know in the churches that God has finished the matter and... He has bundled them as tares. The end of the church age came. God gave time. He he declared, get out. And those that refused to hearken gave evidence. They were the tares. And then 
when May 21, 2011 came, all within were wrapped up, bundled as tares for the spiritual fire that commenced at that point and continues to burn. And wood, hay, stubble would burn up. But there was also people outside of the churches and and so God designed a testing program, a severe testing program, very likely 1,600 days in duration. And 1,600 days breaks down to 40 times 40 because the spiritual fire that burns up the wicked in the day of judgment until that last day when when God will literally destroy the world and the the unsaved inhabitants of the earth by fire. But until then, it burns spiritually. And God has left his people, the elect, living on the earth to go through the fire, which will serve to try them, the trial of their faith. Is it a profession? Or is it the faith of Christ? Do they possess saving faith? And saving faith is always Christ's faith. Has God granted them Christ's faith? That is, has Jesus died for them? And and it doesn't matter what they say. Uh, um, uh, you know, you can say you have faith, as it says in James. A man may say he has faith. Well, faith is is seen by works, not by the individual professed Christian's works, but by the works of Christ. That's, that's the point of the emphasis in, in the epistle of James. That it's by the work of Christ from the foundation of the world, and then faith is granted and bestowed upon the individuals that God has chosen. Well, this time period is the trial of faith, and all are are burned up who do not possess the actual substance of Christ's faith. If it, and that will be seen, of course, when they're born again and, and they have faith because they have Christ. He is faith himself. It goes on to say in verse 13 of 1 Corinthians 3, Every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. Notice it says, the day, the day, it's judgment day. Judgment day will declare it and reveal it. The fire will reveal it, and the fire will try every man's work of what sort it is. The the profession, it's just words. It's just words people say. It's what they might think in their mind, but the heart has never been changed. They've never been born again. They've kept the desperately wicked heart. The day reveals it. it your Your faith is not saving faith. Saving faith is only Christ's faith. And, and Jesus will protect and preserve and keep 
and cause to endure all who have his faith, the, the true faith of salvation, because uh, he has done the work on their behalf, and, and so they will not burn, they will continue to the end. Uh, he that endures to the end shall be saved. They will make it through the fire, and again, very likely, the 1600-day period, they will go through the severe testing, they will make it through the 40 times 40-day period, and come to the likely end of Judgment Day, and the end of the world, and they will be found to be pure gold. Pure gold. Or they'll, they'll come through and, and again, in all likelihood that day will be October 7th, 2015. And, and God will bring every one of his elect to that point. Uh, of course, except for those who have died physically. But all that are living on the earth will be brought to that point. And, oh, actually, that's not correct, is it? They're not quite pure gold then. They still have one area of impurity. Their physical body. Their physical body. Their flesh. Uh, As long as it's a part of this world, they cannot be pure gold. And, And so, the last thing to go will be the physical body and... God will translate them. They they will be resurrected in the rapture, receiving their new spiritual body. And then at that point, they're pure gold. The, the holy city, New Jerusalem, now has all the elect present in both body and soul without any impurities. The fire has purified them first, Yes, in Christ from the foundation of the world as Jesus bore their sins and uh, paid the penalty that the wrath of God demanded and it was uh, the fire of God's wrath as it was lit in God's anger upon the Lord Jesus Christ as he made payment for them. But then also uh, it was through uh, God's whole salvation program and the testing of their faith, and the completion of that with the reception of a new resurrected body that finally makes them completely pure in every area, no more sin of any kind, and that's what's in view. In this verse that we're reading in Revelation 21, uh, again, it says in verse 18, And the city was pure gold, like unto clear glass. Well, when we get together in our next Bible study, we'll take a look at that final statement, the clear glass, and and we'll see spiritually what that represents. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. 
For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.